Fred Film Radio, Venice Film Festival, Italy. You're not buffering. Hello, everybody. Good evening, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We are at the 79th Venice International Film Festival. This is the uh, English daily show that we like to call Big Fred Venice. And beside me, at my side, for the first time at this edition of the festival, is the great Chiara Nicoletti. Mm. How are you? Thank you. I'm fine, even oh. though I'm sitting uh, not in my right oh, spot, yeah. let's say. So. This is true. Let's highlight this. Uh, Chiara does not believe that this is her right photogenic profile. Yes. But, but, but uh, comment in the section below. Do you agree? Do you disagree? What do you think? Let's, let's hear it. Let's yeah. hear your opinions. Nobody ever comments. Huh? I, want, I want more engagement, people. I want, how do we get more engagement? No, they, they engage in, you know, you what, in the comments uh, on our YouTube channel normally. You know. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I've got an idea. While I'll interview Paul Schrader later today, I'll take off my clothes. All of them. But they're Sigourney. They're Sigourney Weaver. No, I, I mean, can't, can't do it in front of her. She's a lady. She, you can't do it in front of a lady. You know, that, that's but, but anyways, because uh, I feel Paul Schrader is very good at, uh, photo, uh, at shooting the naked male body. Yeah. Maybe that's just me. But anyways, he's very good at. What, what is that? <laughs> Nobody can hear it. Oh, yeah. Okay, we. we I, I, oh my god! <laughs> Sorry. There's a. Oh, that, that's. There's a. Sp- there's a fly in the room. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Angela Cerbi is with us, even there's though he's not with the us. The Angela Cerbi fly was in the room. The Angela Cerbi fly. <laughs> the Angela okay, that, that's an inside joke because yeah, nobody understands. Our listeners what just won't understand. Maybe the listeners will understand because I don't maybe know. they can. They Are can we hear actually something? live right now? Because we have had technical issues with with the video. Oh. We should address them because it's crazy not to. But we should also start being productive because people are not are not tuning in to hear us talk. Bull crap! We're they're, you're they're, right. They're, they're, you're I'm right. Sorry for my language, but they're here to to hear about the films. They're here to hear. Okay, yeah. so let's talk about some of the films that we can actually talk about because they're not finally. Embargoed. Yes, we're going to get preference to the major ones, and then maybe if we have time, we'll have a couple of wild cards. But the major film of yesterday's program that we need to talk about is Bones, Bones and All. The I Cannibal Love. The love. I love the title. Yeah, then it's actually a book, you know. That the oh. film is based on, and that's the title of the Amazing. book. Tell um, me about it, Luca, Luca Guadagnino, and some some actor I'd never heard of before. Taylor Rosser, and oh yeah, and Timothy Chalamet. I never heard him. You never heard that? No, nah. no, it's new. It's yeah, new. And you came uh, in uh, yes, and good fashion sense. You came in yes. wearing a Bauhaus uh, T-shirt, which. You even, even like. wear the same thing uh, <laughs> to interview Paul Schrader today, like like a, uh, a red drap or something. I, I come in covered in blood. <laughs> no, no, no. Blood and uh, toilet paper, if you want. We can arrange something with the toilet no, paper. No, I, th- I think that would be against the rules of, uh, of the festival for uh, sustainability. So we need yeah, to, you're right. We, you're signed, right. We, we, signed. we signed something, so we can't really do that. Carbonic, uh, yeah, exactly. neutral, something. Okay, um, let's go back to, to Bones, Bones and All. And all. I, think, I think we can say that, um, that Guadagnino is the master in coming of age, in the coming of age uh, genre. Right. Because I think that's what it is. I mean, I'm, as you know, as everybody knows, I'm obsessed with, with the coming of age. And I see coming of age films 
where they're not, I mean, they're not officially, um, you know, coming of age stories, but I think this is a, a love story. And uh, I think that the, the cannibal is, the cannibal element, let's say that it's only a device to, to highlight the fact that this is, uh, these are two outsiders, right. two drifters in a way that, that define each other. And they have this thing in common, this urge. I don't know if we can call it like that, but it, it feels like it in the right. film. Let's face it, human beings are delicious. Yes, yes. Uh, mm. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. And uh, the other perfect thing uh, for me is that is looking at this this uh, cannibalist part, but but also at this relationship without judgment. First of all, with a realistic approach and uh, without the. Um, how we call it the nuance, the fascination that we have towards this kind of creature sometimes, yeah. you know. Uh, I don't know, want to say cannibals, but, uh, you I know, st- vampires and all this stuff, teenagers with something dark yeah. uh, belonging to them, you know, that there's always this uh, fascination, that, uh, this uh, twilight yeah. effect yeah. let's call it that there's no there's no such thing it's not an horror it's not a fantasy this this is about it's an on the road film about two people finding each other finding something in common and seeing themselves in in the other so that's great and i'm happy that finally there's a film that doesn't discriminate on cannibals it's about time it's 2022 for goodness sakes right all right okay so anyways um <laughs> So you like the film? I like the film, the, yes. But it, I like, I have to say that I'm partial in a way because I always yeah. liked uh, Guadagnino's approach. You know, yeah, Guadagnino's, Guadagnino's touch, Guadagnino's vision. He never, every single take is uh, uh, deep, uh, is never superficial. Yeah. I mean, it's cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my kind of cinema. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Isn't uh, the guy, uh, the co-star in Call Me By Your Name also a cannibal? Uh, no. I heard about that. Oh, well, yeah, in real life, you so mean. Isn't that weird? Yes. And actually, hmm. yesterday, if I'm not, uh, if I'm not wrong, uh, on Discovery Plus... Mm. It came on a documentary about Army Ember yeah. being a cannibal. So, yeah. Coincidence? I don't, know, I don't remember the title. Coincidence? Coincidence? I don't think so. I don't think so. I yeah, don't think so. You heard yeah. it from us. I take the responsibility for that statement. I haven't seen the film, as you can tell. Uh, I, I always like to kind of, you know, I don't know, have fun with the films that I haven't seen. Cause, uh, uh, but um, it sounds like really good. And, uh, and I like the fact that uh, some films can use horror elements and uh, use them creatively. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me talk about one of a film that I did see. Um, this is an interesting one because uh, Frederick Wiseman uh, was once again at the 79th Venice Film Festival. He was, he's actually here. And the man is just, you know, eternal, I guess, because... Uh, Ninety-two and still rocking. Ninety-two still rocking. <laughs> you know, I, I D. A. Pennybaker was also a master of the uh, direct cinema. He he carried on until he was almost a hundred years old. So maybe, maybe all those guys, you know, they did something back then that you know whatever they whatever film they shot helped them live longer. But uh, but uh, an unusual one this year because anyone anyone who's familiar with Wiseman's films, 
um, would have been shocked to find that the film at this year's in this year's program was 69 minutes long, which for a wise man is crazy. You know, he shoots long documentaries, you know, three hours long. We've seen all sorts of lengths. They're all great. And uh, this one, though, that's not the only thing that was unusual about this film because officially it's a fiction film. It's a fiction film, yeah. It's called En Couple. And very quickly, it's based on the correspondence between uh, Leo Tolstoy's uh, wife and the author himself, who happens to be probably my favorite author. But... um. It's really a monologue because it's a one-woman performance in front of the screen as she kind of uh, adapts these letters or uh, reads out or almost recites these letters in front of the camera, surrounded by nature for most of it. And uh, I've heard a lot of people say it was uh, uh, much more boring than any of uh, the three-hour-long documentaries by uh, Frederick Wiseman. A lot of people walked out of the screening room. God bless him because everybody applauded when his name came up and I guess... The audience was on his side, but respectfully walked out uh, a lot of them during the screening. And in fact, it is, it's, um, it's a tough one to watch. I mean, it is mm. a one-woman performance. After a while, you get it. Uh, for me, I didn't really care about all that. I did care about the performance and what she talked about. I got lost in the shots of nature. This is re- mm. the real beauty of the film. I think Frederick Wiseman just wanted to be near nature yeah and plus let's remind our listeners that that he shot that during pandemic where he could not leave his mm. apartment or at least he could not uh, travel and shot yeah. his documentaries yes so like we we did nothing during the mm. pandemic and he's 92 and yeah. he found the time to come up with, with this Well, uh, you did something film, so. very important during the pandemic. Uh, yeah, not, not 20, <laughs> uh, yeah. 2020. Yeah, 2020, yeah, 2021. Something yeah, a bit more. Uh, I guess that's... But I made a baby. What did you yeah, do? Yeah, that's... that's uh, yeah, exactly. You could, uh, you could tell, uh, hey, I'm, Mr. Wiseman, what do you think? You I'll create the ends. I, uh, I, I created and life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you made a film. <laughs> no, sorry. We love Frederick Wiseman. Yeah, no, no. I, no I, I, you know, this film is not one of his best, but it's great to see him still doing stuff. And I mean, at this point of his life, he, he should be able to do whatever he wants. And, and I got lost in the, in the shots of nature and I didn't get bored. I didn't fall asleep. Some people did. I didn't. I, I still enjoyed it. And, and it's great to see a film that it's just, it's just about over an hour long because, you, really? I, I, you know, there's nothing worse than, you know, having to stay, stay in the screen room of a film you don't like that lasts uh, you know, two hours, <laughs> even. So, uh, good, good, good. I mean, I, I, I can't give this film a thumbs down. It's, uh, I can't, I just can't do it. So, uh, that's my little uh, opinion on Uncoop uh, in the official competition, actually. So, mm. but, uh, but let's carry on. And uh, oh, you know what? Uh, we got to talk about Tar because I didn't see it. I, I mentioned it in yesterday's daily, but it was. I didn't say I hadn't seen it. I didn't know what I was talking about. I know Lydia Tar. I'm a big fan of her. But uh, what can you tell us about Tar? Because uh, but, but one Lydia Tar doesn't exist. Oh, this is a jo- uh, this is a joke that. Uh, uh. Mm. Oh, we got. Yeah, I got to remember to ask about something else too about this film. 
later, but uh, I mean, oh, well, tell us what tell us what what you thought about the film on uh, this lady who does not exist. Uh, no, that it's no as you, you might not know because that that's that's um, the beauty of it all is that she's only based uh, on real people, but she doesn't exist, and mm. she's supposed to be the first female conductor of a major German orchestra right. ever. And uh, she's played, impersonated by Kate Blanchett, who built her, actually, from scratch with Tofield, the director. And it's amazing to see how can you come up with a whole person, not character. And, um, and it's incredible. Lydia Tarri is a, a maestro because she, she wants to be called that a maestra not maestra so mm. she's firm oh, in yeah. this uh and this genre uh how do you want to say um, division and issue yeah gender and, uh, pronouns <laughs> she's uh, like um how, how can i say it like uh, the impersonation of all the best thing about Uh, about women in terms of uh, finally getting our place uh, uh, in in uh, for example in a in a world in a field that has always been classical music has always been very male oriented yeah. let's say that at at the same time uh, she has like like let's call it her toxic ways of insinuating her her um, herself into people's lives so okay. she's a she's tough she's incredible she she did major things great things at the same time she she's toxic she uh, she hurts people even though she according to Kate Blanchett who plays her She's not really aware of that. Yeah, I understand. And so that's the, the, the we see we we go along her path, her journey towards, uh, in a way, failure. If you want to, if you want to define it uh, like this, because she she um, the rise and fall. Yes, it's a rise and fall, um, yeah, or maybe understanding of it all in the end and yeah. she falls also underneath the, the me too moment in a way yeah um so it's very interesting it has one defect that uh, that paul schrader <laughs> wrote about he's not a fan uh, i didn't really understand what he said at the end of it though. he said that at the end mm, I, I, i didn't, didn't understand, understand. Uh, as well but He said basically, and could I agree, made by that the film could have been uh, stopped uh, 30 minutes before. Yeah. Because uh, the film is very long. Mm. It lasts, I don't remember, like 170-something oh, minutes. Yes. Please. That uh, beautifully go without an effort from the audience until... The the yeah. the last thirty forty minutes. They're always it's always the last thirty forty minutes. <laughs> that I think Tuffy could have like cut. Yeah. And nobody would have noticed. Yeah. But the end would have been different. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think there's a sort of uh, uh, fall that he wanted to express, like a catharsis in a sure, way. Sure. But uh, I'm not sure that in real life that would happen. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. evil people, even though they don't think Never. they're evil. Uh, evil people uh, prevail, really, don't they? Yeah, they sometimes they, they, all live they way win. Too long too. They win overall. I mean, yeah, even it's though true. They didn't. I gotta learn to be evil. Yeah, I don't have do. it in me. I don't think I, I could be able to be truly evil. I really. I yeah, don't think like you can change your nature. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's a shame. You can try and do something well, about it. from huh? speaking about the devil, let's talk about Padre Pio. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. What a, what a transition. It's amazing. What a segue. Padre Pio, I'm going to be very brief about this. Uh, Giornato degli Autori, Evo Ferrara. Festival Insider. Festival Insider. Festival Insider. Is it? Festival Insider. Is that Angela Chevy fly again? Again? Festival Insider. Festival Insider. Okay. Open, Festival someone open the door Festival and insider. let that fly Festival out. Festival Insider. There. Wow. Okay, you know you gotta know when you're running a joke to the ground. <laughs> All right. Okay, so Padre Pio, Pio. for me. I don't know. We might we might be charged on that account. Um, but Abel Ferrara, whom I interviewed, was kind of a disappointing interview to be honest. Why? Because I was expecting him to kind of you know tell me to go f myself for half of it, but he was actually pleasant. So, you know, you kind of expect him to go like, you know, what are you talking about? I don't know what, you, I don't know what you're saying, man. But uh, he was actually nice. Once I did the 20 minutes interviews with yeah. him and I couldn't even edit like three minutes. <laughs> yeah, because he it. takes it and runs with it. Yeah, yeah but he was talking like, like about other things. So it was yeah. a very nice chat, yeah. but yeah. from the, 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 you know, the productive side I, of I was, it. He didn't give me much and I was disappointed. Maybe he liked me because I was... I told him I came from Ireland, and he's like, oh, I'm Irish, which is the same thing he said when I interviewed him for Pasolini years ago. So, wow. Anyways, Padre Pio, uh, Shia LaBeouf is now a Catholic because of that film, so uh, that's a fact. Really? And, uh, yeah, yeah. He's converted oh. to Catholicism, and he's, uh, he's done a lot of uh, interviews with uh, the Christian channel and all that stuff. And uh, good, good, good for him. Uh, Ayo Fire apparently cast him because he, was, uh, he felt that Shia LaBeouf was in the middle of a change. And so this film is not about the entirety of Padre Pio's life. It focuses on his life as a young man as he arrives to, what is it, San Giovanni Rotondo? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, in 1920, which was also around the time of the San Giovanni Rotondo massacre, where a, um, a group of people, uh, I guess, around 20 people were shot and killed after uh, the results of a democratic election were uh, annulled by whoever had been in charge, which some people say was really the birth of uh, the decline of democracy in Italy around that period and the rise of fascism. So really crucial moment in the history. Mm. Well, he presents it like that. Uh, a lot of people don't know about this event, but when you look at it, yeah, it's uh, pe people Makes probably sense. should know mm -hmm. more about it. So it's, uh, but the, there are two parallel stories kept very separately. Padre Pio never interferes with the story of that massacre. He's off in his monastery, having all these mystic visions, uh, encounters with the devil, and of course the physical, uh, you know, effects that they have on him, including the stigmata, the first experience appearance of his stigmata. I asked him, do you, do you believe in that? Uh, was that a miracle? Because to me, it's empathy, you know? I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, and it's I the same know. thing. Mm. Yeah. He said, it doesn't matter if it's real or not. It, you know, <laughs> if it's empathy, it yeah, of course. Yeah. The devil can be, you know, the, 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 the film says, the devil tells him, the next five years, you're, you're, you, I can't curse. I'm trying not to curse because it's Ferrara. So he said it. Ferrara curses every second word you know so you know just stuff is gonna happen you know it's gonna be terrible times coming you better brace yourself and you better be ready and you give your people support 
and Padre Pio takes it on. You know, he'd been in war. He knows what it's all about. So he's like, you know. So um, not people are not going to like it because uh, it's uh, not... Uh, a straightforward uh, biographical film but mm-hmm. I like Abel Ferrara he finds the essence of a, of, a mo- of a moment in time he reaches inside the essence of a character whether it be a fictional character or a uh, real person and he, he blurts it out and I like it and the more I think about it the more I like it uh, so there were priests uh, on the red carpet. There were monks on the red monks carpet. Monks on it was the red amazing. carpet. Amazing! Like, have you ever? Did you ever? Can you believe that monks on the red carpet? And did they follow or precede Timothy Chalamet dressed like uh, uh, a 1970s glam rocker on the red carpet? Or yesterday? like Damiano from Maneskin? Oh yeah, yeah. Who is also? Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's uh, he's uh, very popular. All right. Uh, he looked good though. I kind of yeah. wish he does look. Good. He does look good. I kind of see. Yeah. I look at him and I'm angry at him because he looks so good. Should, should we eat him? What do you think? Yeah. Should we try and eat him? Let's eat go. me and love me. That's a how do you think he tastes? And would you eat him with sugar or salt, like savory or sweet? Salt. Hmm. Got to think about this. Uh, guys, okay, wild card. Chiara, wild card. We're going to end card. with a wild card. Let's go. Can I get comfortable? Wild card? What, what do you mean a, that, that I, mean, I get to talk about whatever I want? Wild card. Vado? Do, 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 do. Should I go? Okay. Now, I want to talk about this. Uh, now I can almost call her this crazy friend of mine because I, I met this, uh, this crazy director. Yes. Teona Strugar Mitesca some years ago in Berlinale, oh. the Berlin Film Festival, where she um, showed uh, the, this film that I found great that was also distributed in Italy called God Exists. Her name is Petronia. Yeah, yeah, because that that it? was famous. I think so. Maybe you've seen it. I, think I mean. Seen it. Maybe in some other festivals because she traveled a lot with this film. Film had a lot of success. I think it should have won something more, uh, at least in Berlinale. But anyway, it, it was great. And she um, she's Macedonian, uh, and this film was really I, I want to say bad words, but was a let's say. Um, uh, she she hit the patriarchy very bad. Really be able to say bad words because this is not, not uh, the first time somebody one of us says it, right? No, uh, just say them. Let's say them. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, she, she, okay. Go go. Uh, I don't say know. We want to hear Kara uh, curse. Uh, she curse, she talked. No, anyway, she uh, she treated the patriarchy and uh, society, especially yeah. in their world, and mm, very bad with this uh, female character that was. Like incredible, so um, uh, in, in with this film, which is in Horizonte, the happiest man in the world, yeah. she she is again choosing a female character, and uh, this time she's dealing with a uh, a very difficult topic that she's treating with a uh, uh, satiric and comedic tone mm-hmm. in a way that mm-hmm. always her tone, and so you yes, don't ha- you never I- know. If, if you're if you're allowed to laugh, but if you like mm-hmm. like saying okay, what the yeah. you know, I feel again cursing what because the- in this case um, it's yes. about this uh, 
40 something woman who goes at a speed dating Mm. A very uh, particular speed date where you're supposed to, where you're wearing like a uniform, like a pink uniform, men and women, and you're matched at these oh little God. tables with some buttons, and you have to, you're supposed to answer to like weird question that come out, you know, like a, a voice, like we I have uh, here with Filippo, you know, same thing. <laughs> like as no, that was a real Angela Cherry fly. The very that's rare. What <laughs> So, so imagine you're sitting in front of this man that you know an, anything about, and this voice with this question comes yeah. out. That, like, what's so one of the questions? You have to name, uh, like, uh, um, what do you think about uh, some having sex with a person um, oh, who's God, not from terrible. your region? What do you think about gay sex? Or uh, would you leave... Uh, Uh, next to a person who's uh, of a different culture or color or religion, uh, all these things are. If you had to choose between, I don't know that that there was a question really funny um, that I, I thought about. If you had to choose between keeping Beep. the <laughs> body of a 30 years old oh. or the the mind of a 30 years old, what would you choose? Body. The body. Really? Oh my god. Like forever. The, the body. Mind. <laughs> okay. So your mind and right. the body of a 30 years old? Am I right? Jack agrees with me. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, anyway, but that's not it. Yeah, the, 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 the topic of the film is that she meets this man who she finds to be the man that during war shot her. Although it would depend if it, who. Is the 30 year old's body I have? Because if it's like a 30 year old. Yours, technically, because well, if you're old, I don't know. Mine. Mine. I, well, you want to keep yours, right? And not have to like do any exercise or anything. I don't like know. That. That, the, the question wasn't. I don't know. You brought yeah. it up, Kiara. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we are reviewing that. that yes. You should ask Tiona. Anyway, and uh, <laughs> so that that's. Uh, May Lady, the the, uh, the theme of the film, like she 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 meeting uh, her meeting with with this uh, with this person was well, during war was a soldier and shot her. So uh, basically, so it's about forgiveness, but it's about uh, also all these people surrounding them that they are talking about war, how mm. they lived war, how they perceived it, and how they they feel they don't really belong to uh, um, to the Serbian side or the Croatian one or the Bosniak one. They, they seem confused in a way, so it's, it is also a comedy about how you see yourself after war, after dramatic events. So it's not only about forgiveness, uh, um, even though this is based on uh, the co-writer, Teona's co-writer, real experience, and she oh. forgave this, this person. Oh, I would then. not forgive. <laughs> no. Anyway, But, she's, uh, she's if If she's it was my mind, if it was my 30-year-old mind, <laughs> I don't know, definitely the body. <laughs> uh, if it was a mind of someone who knows how to invest money in something that would make me very... Mm. Then I'd take the money. Maybe. I mean, the, the mind. The... the The mind of Frederick Wiseman and the body mm. of a 30 years old. I don't know. Can you invest money? 
<laughs> I'm so superficial. It's crazy. Bitcoins. Bitcoins. This is what time. This is how I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be even even worse as I get older. I feel just just so jaded with life. God. Anyways, Kiara, we gotta go. We gotta go because yeah, there's stuff to do, and we we need to. You need to get a there's coffee. Radio you tried to get a coffee earlier. The line was too. Wait, can we? Can we? Can we? Can we give? You know. We're appealing to the Mostra d'arte cinematografica internazionale. We need a coffee machine. Yeah, we need a coffee machine. What are you doing here? Maybe we do have a coffee machine. We don't know it. Maybe there's a coffee machine somewhere like around. We could ask our founder. Yeah. The master. We could ask. We could ask the master, the master? gardener, Federico Spoli. <laughs> God, I don't want to ask that guy. He has tattoos. My God, he's not a nice man. He was not a nice man at all. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've arrived at the end of a... <gasps> It's Angela's... It's oh, no. a real one. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no, no. <gasps> somebody, somebody, close the door. This guy, Filippo, has no comedic timing at all. We've lost it. We've lost it. We lost we'll, it. We'll, okay. Angelo, do you want to say hi to the folks at home? With the, with the, microphone. Just so we know. <laughs> Just so we know that he's even when he's not in the dailies now, he's up the dailies. <laughs> All right. Nobody been knows. Doing that for 20 minutes now. Uh, All right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I was doing something, but I forgot. Ladies and gentlemen, we've arrived at the conclusion of today's episode of the Big Fred Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow. Maybe not Kiara, because she's busy, but uh, I'll be here. Maybe, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I don't know if I'll be here either. Depends, really. But uh, stay tuned, because we've got radio calls all day, so we'll be live streaming from the Lido, and we gotta go. We gotta go. And stay healthy, stay safe, stay strong. Stay tuned to Fred Film Radio, the Festival, Festival Insider. Insider. Fred Film Radio, 24-7 on fred.fm and smartphone apps.